Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Eagle Wrestling. Brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks, the new Birdies Inn at 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Mike Boyer and Jerry Gellar. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Governor Mifflin High School. We are in the beautiful new setting here of the Governor Mifflin Athletic Center for the Exeter Eagles. First high school match of the year against the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. I am joined by, of course, our great producer, Jerry Galloff. Jerry, excited to be back for our fourth season of Exeter High School Wrestling. Four seasons of wrestling in an audio format has never been done anywhere, ever. I guarantee it. Well, we are certainly glad to be bringing it to everyone right now. Uh, as I said, first match of the season for the Eagles. They come in having wrestled in three tournaments, took the championship at the Howdy Duncan tournament down in Maryland, or, or sorry, Delaware last weekend, and getting their first Berks County action tonight. Uh, should be a very good match, very competitive. Spoke with the extra coaches uh, just a little while ago, and they have it as a three-point swing either way and a lot of huge... Um, toss-up match here along the way. So let's talk about the lineups first here coming in. Uh, first for our Coach Kevin Oswald, his 15th season here uh, coaching at Exeter for his third. He was at Ole Valley for nine seasons at Daniel Boone for three. And of course Kevin took over here in 2022 and has been the head coach ever since. Brings in an 85 and 155 overall record and a 17 and 14 record here to Exeter. Um, he'll be facing against Governor Mifflin, Coach Ralph Voigt in his 21st season. Coach Voigt started at Governor Mifflin in 2002. He's 209 and 126. So both these guys are well acquainted with one another, understanding where we are in Burke Swan and how pivotal this match is. Everyone puts Wilson at number one, not just in the county, but certainly in our division. Everyone else is fighting for that wild card spot, that number two position. And it usually comes down to Exeter, Mifflin, and Boone. Boone beat, I'm sorry, Muhlenberg beat Mifflin the other night. So kind of a little bit of a shocker there. Exeter's got to come out tonight and win this match to establish themselves as that other team in Section 1, getting themselves into that postseason. Is it outrageous to think that maybe we could be top of the pile? We're not there yet. We'll see how the season goes. Uh, Coach Gibble over at, at, at Wilson does a great job. He's got a very strong lineup. He's got a number of, of postseason experience with his wrestlers. Uh, we don't have that same postseason experience uh, we're getting there. If you remember two, three years ago, we lost them the semifinals by three points mm -hmm. after getting blown out by them the week before. Uh, Coach Oswald and staff did a great job of getting the matchups there, and we, we barely lost that match. Came down to the last match there. Uh, huge effort that night by Joey Henderson uh, getting a pin against um, James Garcia. But, you know, here we are looking at where Extra is right now. They've got a lot of young guys in the lineup, a lot of guys who have to go through a seasoning to get to that postseason to be successful in the end. And, and they're going to be a little tested tonight. Excellent. What more can you ask for? Absolutely. So let's take a look at the lineups here. We'll talk about Exeter first, and we'll take a little break and come back and talk about Governor Mifflin. So starting with Exeter, uh, tonight's bout will start at 127 pounds, but looking at our 107-pounder, and our 107-114-pounders fluctuate back and forth, whether it's a sophomore Cole Forsythe, 13-3 on the season, uh, Cole Bagenstos, uh, two and four in the season. Cole Swartley looking for that first win. And then we jump to 121. Sam Johnson, six and five. 
took third place at Howdy Duncan this past weekend. And then at 127, we have not seen Richie Orfield on the mat yet. Richie was 25 and 15 last year as a freshman. Coming back from injury, he is cleared. We should see him on the mat tonight. And so opportunity for him to have a really good match here. First match back in live action. At 133, we, we forfeited that weight class, uh, or we haven't filled that weight class at tournaments. We'll see if we bump around, maybe move somebody up. At 139, uh, the captain, Michael Borja, we've seen him for four years. Michael was 33-10 and 10 last year, off to a great start at 16-2 and two this year. Uh, Joey Henderson, 11-5 on the season at 145. Ashton Warshaw, 9-5 at 152. We've referred to them as the triplets since they were freshmen. They were here four years ago as freshmen, back to back to back. And then every season they've gone back to back to back. And uh, nothing different there. But as I said, that 152 match is going to be a huge match tonight. At 160, a sophomore, Travis Harner, comes in with a 7-6 and six record. 172, senior Finn Strauss, 24-14 and 14 last season, 6-4 and four this year. And then a freshman at 189, Kevin Oswalt, 14-4, having a really good freshman campaign to start. 215, Cody Morgan, 7-20 uh, last year, off to a little bit of a slow start, had two matches, he's 0-2. And then at the heavyweight, we have Josh Liss or Matt Liss, the Liss brothers, uh, both heavyweight um, entry levels, Matt the freshman, 3-5, Josh 0-2 in 10th grade. So that's the extra lineup as we look at it. Uh, we're going to step aside right now, come back, we'll talk about Mifflin matchup and the lineup, and uh, we'll get right back at live action here shortly. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network right here on Jerry Geloff Media. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. It's football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And we're right back here to Governor Riffle High School this evening. Again, I am joined by Jerry Geloff and Miss Ava Strauss. Ava, how you doing down there? She's got to turn on her mic. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Ready for the school year to be over? Yeah. At the same time, I'm not, though. Last hurrah. But I'm excited. I definitely am. 
Are you ready for the holidays? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. An so ready. Yes. <laughs> well, good. Good. So, had a wonderful opportunity this weekend. Jerry had a Christmas party to go to. Did you? I did. It was very nice. You're good. It's good. Holiday Exeter party. Sports Network. It is the Exeter Sports Network. All right. I guess we should stop talking about ourselves and move on to the match. I like talking about ourselves. <laughs> I'm a so big fan. We talked about where Exeter is right now. Mifflin at this point, 0-1 of the season. I don't think if you would have said Mifflin was going to lose to Muhlenberg, match one of the season, people would agree with you. So kind of a surprise coming out of the gate. We're going to see what they have. Again, these two have been very close, Exeter and Mifflin, the last few years. The matchups really have not gone our way. We definitely will need the flip tonight of, of the disc to get us into the lineups we want, to get the plan our coaches want to enact here. But it uh, should be very interesting to see what happens. Mifflin, as I said, comes in 0-1. Um, at 107, they've not had a wrestler enter in any of the tournaments they've been in yet. At 114, they have Moses Miranda, 0-1 of the season. And then at 121, Patrick Steer, 2-4 in the season. Now at 127, they have an outstanding freshman, Anthony uh, Montegari, 8-2 on the season. Done a really nice job. He's beaten some good kids so far this season. Um, again, so Richie Orfield coming back today at 127. We'll see what happens there. I don't think they'll bump up away from him because we forfeit 33. Exeter may have to bump their lineup up. We'll see what happens. Uh, but they've got Aiden Ryder as well at 121, so uh, 127, so we'll see what happens. At 133, they've got a uh, sophomore, Sean Quinn, 4 and 5 in the season, and then a freshman, Eric Crick, 0 and 4. So at 139, where we have our top wrestler, Mike Borja, they do not wrestle this weight, so either they're going to bump or forfeit to him. Unfortunately, we don't have anyone to throw in there to bump Michael up. And so that'll be one of those toss-up things. At 145, uh, they've got Carter um, Len Weber, who's 3-4 and four in the season. 152, again, Andrew Huskin. Huskin and uh, Ashton Warshaw have wrestled each other three times in the last two years. Ashton majored him last year beaten by a point at the end of the season, and then two weeks ago, Andrew Huskin beat Ashton Warshaw 8-3. So that is a huge match right now, tonight's lineup, between Ashton Warshaw at 152 and Andrew Huskin. Uh, Huskin's 8-2 in the season. So at 160, they've got Ethan Syrick, 5-4, or Mason Reason, who's 0-1. At 172, they have a very good wrestler, Sam Moyer, 8-4 again. Where the flip comes, we'll see what Exeter wants to do with Finn Strauss. If Strauss will go out against Moyer, or they'll bump Finn Strauss up, trying to get away from Moyer. Uh, Moyer is a county champion. He's 8-4 in the season, sectional champion as well. At 189, they have Brandon Jones, 4-4 four four in the season, or uh, Thomas Millisock, 0-1. 215, Madison Knoll, 7-5. And, and in heavyweight, they've got Dalen Morey, uh, who's 7-5 on the season. So again, when we hit those upper weights, it's going to be important because they're going to turn that momentum over to the bottom of that lineup. Starting at 127 today, Exeter needs to have momentum coming through 215, 285 to get to those lightweights. So that's where we are tonight as far as where we see things matching up lineup-wise. Ava, you have any insight talking to any of the guys about where they feel we are today for this match? Well, I have a little bit more insight on Finn because he is my brother. Um, he did clutched the win last year for their duel against Governor Mifflin, and he even had a, the stomach bug. So now that he's a bit more healthy, I'm hoping to see him win by even more, whether that's points or a pin right off the bat. Michael Borja and Ashton Warshall both work very hard as well, so I hope to see uh, Ashton get a 
get back at that kid for and a pivotal that. match tonight. It's really, really a big match for us. So we'll see what happens there. So both teams have had their warm-ups on the mat. We're going to step away for our last break before the national anthem and lineups, and we'll be ready back to wrestling right after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. And so we're back here for tonight's match. Again, the Eagles of Exeter have traveled to Shillington to take on the Mustangs of Governor Mifflin. Exeter's first Berks County match of the year as we're going through introductions here. Um, again, we're starting at 127 pounds tonight. First match of the season for everyone. Uh, an opportunity to get going in the right direction, as I said. You know, looking at Wilson as the top team right now in the county. Extra trying to stay right there with them as they move into the season, going through a very difficult schedule. Most of the wrestling's been done at tournaments to this point. Each weekend, for the past three weekends, the Eagles have been on the road, traveling to tournaments wrestling, and doing very well. So again, 127 tonight. We'll see who Extra puts on the mat. Could be Sam Johnson or Richie Orfield against Anthony. Montegari. Montegari is a tall, lanky wrestler. Comes in at eight and two. Very good technical wrestler, so it'll be interesting to see. But Orfield is, is, is getting loose right now as Johnson and Orfield warm up right now to see who's gonna take the mat here at first. Now at 189, Exeter puts out seven guys on the mat here against Sam Moyer. Sam Moyer, a good wrestler. We'll see which one of those guys draw Sam Moyer today. It's uh, just kind of odd to see five, six guys go out, one guy from Mifflin. So, so again, Kevin Oswald, Coach Oswald here in his third season in Exeter, 17 and 14. Um, he, he took this job a few years ago and has, has done a real nice job in, in representing Exeter in place of Coach John Rugg. John Rugg, of course, won D1 
district championship for Exeter, had a state champion in Austin DeSanto in 2017. DeSanto went on to go 188-7 and in his high school career. Mifflin certainly is no stranger to state champions as they had two-time state champion Jan Johnson in 2014 and 2015 as he brought the title back to Shillington both those years. Had a 170-8 and record. DeSanto went on to finish his career wrestling for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Jan Johnson, who went to Penn State on a football scholarship, actually wrestled his freshman year because they had no heavyweight or upperweight at Penn State. And so Jan Johnson not only lettered in wrestling, but football his freshman year at Penn State. Do you see a lot of that in college anymore? No, you do not. <laughs> that just shows you how special Jan Johnson was. Right. Speaking of Jan Johnson, Jan's dad is walking into the gym right now. Jan Johnson himself, a great wrestler uh, here at Governor Mifflin, and another wrestler who wrestled four years at Penn State. All the Johnsons wrestled at Penn State, whether they were from Governor Mifflin or Cocalico, all the brothers, Dave and Jan and his brothers, all went to Penn State to wrestle, and his son followed. We're going to step off the mic here as we're about to get the national anthem, and we'll be right back with Exeter versus Governor Mifflin, match one of the 2023-2024 high school wrestling season. We were not getting the anthem at this moment. It sounds like we're going to do the flip first to see who gets choice of odd and even matches. If you don't recall, in wrestling, uh, to start the match, Exeter will be uh, green today. Mifflin will be red. We'll flip a disc here. The team whose color comes up gets to choose if they want to be odd or even with choice in the second period. The disc is flipped. It goes to Mifflin. And we'll have to listen to see what Mifflin picks. So Mifflin won the flip. I'm trying to listen here. So Mifflin will be even. So Exeter will have the choice here at 127, meaning they'll have to send out first, which is not when Exeter won it. But that means Exeter will have the odd choice matches. Mifflin will have the even choice matches. Uh, and again, we talk about lineups and things like that. That's the lineup change as they're trying to get the lineup set for how they want to put their guys on the mat. Did not go extra's way here to start to begin. So now I believe we're going to step away for the National Anthem here in a moment. Um, Mike, they actually did that before the girls, so they may not be doing it. Oh, okay. Well, that's a great point then. So we're going to start right here at 127. Again, extra will have to send out first here. So this is not what they wanted to do. They wanted Mifflin to send out first if they could. But let's see. So this will be the waiting game now to see who comes out first between Mifflin and Exeter. Exeter will need to send out first. And so I imagine in this situation, they'll send out Sam Johnson. But I could be wrong. Let's see what happens here. It will most likely be Anthony Montegari against Sam Johnson. But again, this is one of those things in wrestling where you get the waiting game of who has to send out. And it will be Sam Johnson coming out for the Eagles here at 127 to get the match started. And then Mifflin, the Mustangs, will send out Anthony Montegari. So I assume the, the, the message here to Sam Johnson is, hey, Sam, stay in this match. Keep yourself out of difficult situations. 
and wrestle tough. So we're underway here at 127. Sam Johnson for the Eagles, Anthony Montegari for Governor Mifflin. John Johnson sprawls against the inside single by Montegari. Montegari cuts the double. Johnson tries to roll through it to take down Montegari. There's the first points of the night and the first points of this match at 127. Montegari throws the leg in on the right side, goes to a power half on the left. Johnson trying to keep his base. Now Montegari has him flattened out here. About 30 seconds into the first bout here, first period. Montegari with legs, tries to work a half Nelson on the left side. Johnson fights it, trying to work back to his base. He does. Montegari tilts into his left. A little bit of a seatbelt ride here with the right hand across the body, trying to roll. Johnson holds tight. Here comes the roll again. Johnson goes over, rolls through. There's the count by Mr. Official Jeff Broad. So far, it's a two count, two near fall for Montegari. He leads 4-0 over Johnson here in the first. Into a little bit of a Navy ride here, a little claw ride under the armpit, the left armpit up around the neck to the right side. Again, Montegari does a nice job of riding his hips on top of Johnson. He's a taller wrestler, a lanky wrestler. Now he has a half Nelson in from the left side. He runs it over, puts Johnson to his back. Johnson fighting, fighting, trying to get him up. Gets his arm out free. Johnson has a chance here. Nope. Montegari keeps the half. He does a nice job. Sam had an opportunity there. Should have went away from the body, not over it. And now Montegari puts him back to his back. 20 seconds remaining here in the first period. Johnson continues to fight off his back. Trying to find his belly here. 15 seconds trying to roll through this. Official Jeff Broad holding three in his hand. Under 10 seconds, Johnson has to continue to fight. Five seconds, oh, there's the fall. One minute and 56 seconds into the first period. Andrew Montegari with the fall. 156. So Mifflin takes a six nothing lead with a fall in the first period. Mike, how much advantage does that height give him? Leverage goes a long way. Um, it, it gives you a huge advantage, actually, if you, if you had to use it properly. And so at that weight class, at 127 pounds, it's a huge advantage. Because generally at 127, you're going to be seeing smaller guys. So the height. And so Mifflin is going to receive a forfeit here. So Crick, Eric Crick kicked a forfeit at 133. Again, this cannot be the way Exeter wanted this to start. So we go to 139 pounds. This will be Michael Borja. So Mifflin leads 12-0 after the forfeit. So 139 pounds. Michael Borja will receive a forfeit, it looks like. So Borja receives the forfeit right back. Making it 12-6, the Mustangs over the Eagles. As we go to 145 pounds, at 145 pounds, this should be Joey Henderson against Carter Lineweber. Now, they wrestled earlier this season, Jerry, and um, Joey Henderson beat him 4 nothing. So see if we get Lineweber and Henderson. I can barely hear the announcer here. Definitely Henderson for the Eagles here. Can't tell me how it's broken yeah. up, but 
So Joey Henderson definitely for the Eagles here. And again, this has to be Carter Lionweber. Lionweber, as I said, is a sophomore, three and four in the season. Russell last year is a freshman, seven and four. Henderson is a senior, fourth year. He's 11 and five on the season. Joey's always been a slow starter to his matches and then really gets going at the end of the match. So let's see if he can pick it up a little bit here. But Lionweber takes a shot, blocked by... Henderson, Henderson sticks his head to the side, tucks his head and tries to throw by. Not there, the back and the feet. Henderson with an unhook with his right arm, tries to bump it up, and they separate down and get back to the middle of the mat. Yeah, this is Carter Lineweaver. So I've asked a uh, former extra high school wrestler to join us here for the next match. We have in our midst, extra royalty, if you will, 100 match winner, and now, college sophomore ranked in the nation with Nick Nettleton here. Nick, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. Welcome home for the holidays. How long are you home for? Um, about two weeks. I go back. Uh, I got practice January 1st, so I'm probably going to go back a couple days early. January 1st in Old Alliance, Ohio. Pretty nice this time of year in Alliance, isn't it? It's not bad. About the same weather, just a little <laughs> bit more windy. <laughs> there you go. So Nick wrestles for Mount Union, the Purple Raiders. Uh, nationally ranked this year, off to a great season. And uh, we're watching Joey Henderson here against Carter Lineweaver. Joey's got, Lineweaver's in a single here. Joey's got to sprawl this out, get the leg back. What do you think, Nick? Um, I mean, he's doing good. He's got to, got to cross face hard here, get that ankle, get behind. So we get a stalemate here from official Jeff Broad. Again, I've always said, you've seen Joey when he's a freshman. Joey's a slow starter. Yeah. Most Joey's wins come the third period yeah. when he just keeps going and catches somebody or something. Yeah. But it'd be nice to see him get started here a little earlier tonight. Liner, we were in a nice single again here. See if he cuts us to a double. Again, same position. He's got a cross face, rep that ankle. And that ends the period. So it'll be Liner Weaver's decision here. Nothing, nothing. He should take down. He takes bottom. So Henderson will get choice in the third. So nothing, nothing. So Nick, what's your thought? You're going down here, nothing, nothing. You're the bottom guy. Bottom guy, I mean, you just got knee slide, get out. I mean, bottom simple, it's a mindset. You just gotta keep moving until, until something works. And what about when you're on top? Nothing, nothing, you know you don't give up an easy point here. Uh, I mean, the top, it's, it's, it's again, simple. You know, you just gotta get a turn, get some points. Uh, uh, I mean, it's a little different in college. You get, you get that ride point, I mean. Sure. Um, you can kind of relax a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't say relax, but. But you know you got that extra point coming at the end. Yeah, you, you're not yeah. As, as pressed to, to get a turn. I mean, in high school, it's a little different. You, know? you get no point for being on top for two exactly. minutes. Exactly, so either, in college, either get you get a turn a point. Yeah, them. yeah, absolutely. It's a little bit different in high school. And I think that's the big thing here, and I'm a big believer of this, especially in, in that, not in this match, but you go out and see a kid get a takedown in the first 25 seconds of a match, and he rides him for a minute and a half, two and a half minutes into the second period. Yeah. Caught him and get another takedown. Exactly, yeah. There, there's not much of a reward for, for sitting on top of a dude for, for another minute if you take him down early in the match. So as we said, as it goes to Borja getting the forfeit, the match before, Henderson almost had a cradle lock there. Let's see if he bumped his knee up here. He yep. has the cradle lock, Gotta I think. sit him back. Rip that back. There we go. Post and rip here. He's going to break that hip a little bit. Nah, I think he broke his hands there. Lost yep. it. Lost it, yeah. So stalling on the bottom there man we go. here. So again, working hard on top is Joey Henderson. Gets a stalling call here against Lineweber. Still nothing, nothing. We're under 40 seconds to go here in the second period. Joey would have choice starting the third, but if he can get a point or two here, it'd be really nice. Keep working, maybe get a stalling call or turn him here. 
Yeah, I could see us getting another stalk out here. Bottom's not doing too much. Again, trying that cross face cradle with the right arm. Gonna pack that elbow if he wants to get that cross face cradle. Yep, punch that elbow through and, and instead, of, instead of looking at the official, just keep working. Exactly. You know, the referee's not gonna give you a call. The kid broke to, he's up to his base now. You're not gonna get a stalling call here. So runner five seconds there. Oh there wow, how about that? That green. is really wow. Did not expect that. Good finish to the period. Yeah. You know, when you first started wrestling, you wrestled with Coach Rock, and his thing always was, hey, finish every period on top. Yeah, no relaxing. Finish always, every period on top, always points. going, absolutely. So, Henderson's choice here up 1-0, chooses bottom, gets to his feet quickly. Make another stalling call here. He's got to get his hips out. Get away. Wow, I'm surprised it's not a stalling call here. There, there it go. is. Wow, There's another the stalling one. call. So, yeah, I, I figured we were going to get another stalling, another penalty point, 2-0. He might get another one here. Now he, nope, there's no, now he cuts him free. Escape one for Henderson, now leads three nothing. And a position of score takedown here. Come on, good hard cross face oh. here. Take his nose to his knee. Don't worry about the cradle, get the points. Elevate that ankle, cross face hard, hip through. There's two, there so go. there's the there takedown. So now Henderson in controlling this match, five nothing. Coming back up to our feet here. You like cutting him here? I, I think that's a good idea, I mean. There's still a lot of time in the period, and I mean, he's been doing good on his, he's been pretty de decent on his feet so far. I mean, if he can, uh, you know, hit that cross face, get, get, uh, get to that leg and get a go behind, I mean, he's, he's set. So 5-1. Oh, trying to bump him up here, got two uh, double on hook here. Nope, Henderson pulls him back out, doesn't want it. Keep pushing the action. Ryan Reed goes to a rush on that right arm. Now, how do you defend that Russian? Head in the temple, head in yeah, the side I mean, there? head position in a Russian is key. Um, pulling that elbow through and, and getting to your own hook is, is how, you, how you really stop that, his offense in there. Big return. Turk there would be massive. Some back points. So he got the double, lifted it. Now there we got go. He's his on back. his back, getting down. back points, looking for the pin. He's flat. This will be a He's big flat. pin. There oh, that's go. a big pin right there. Six for Eagles. There we go. So we go 5-42. Great start for the duel. And there's the fall, 5-42. Again, a four-point match the other day, and now that ties it back up. And now we're at the feature match of the night. This is the swing match right here. We go to 152 pounds. Ashton Warshaw for the Eagles against Andrew Huskin for Governor Mifflin. Again, these guys have a pass, a recent pass, an 8-3 victory by Huskin two weeks ago. Ashton needs to pick it up and go early here. But Henderson's pin is huge at this point with the fall. So we're underway here. So go ahead, Nick. You can tell us what we're seeing. So I know Ashton's uh, pretty good in neutral. I mean, he can stay good on his feet, get into some tacks here. and He's got a, a shot in on him. I mean, if he can defend this, he'll be all right. Oh. Controversy on the call here. So Huskins' body was out of bounds, fully out of bounds. Both feet had Henderson in the air. So do you like to call it? This isn't college. Yeah, I mean, it's a little different. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the rules are for high school anymore. I'm not sure. You have to have one point of contact in, in bounds. Okay, all right. So and he it has was to be touching out. the mat. Is yes. it a cylinder or is it? Yeah, it's a cylinder. Okay. So, so he was both feet out of the mat. So right. we get another shot by Huskins. Front headlock position here for Walshaw. Uh, Warshaw trying to get around. A little throw by here. Just going to bump him out. 
don't give up on the edge of the mat here. You gotta keep wrestling hard. And this is where kids give up points all the time, yeah. right on the edge of the mat where they don't relax finish. And yep, they relax they and get caught. They don't expect something coming. That's where I like to capitalize is on the, on the edge of the mat when guys start to relax. So again, two guys here. Now, last year in the match, you know, we had a big win by Finn Strauss at the end, but Huskin wrestled Borja. Borja was up in a major decision. He got caught in a cradle and got pinned. So Huskin is a pinner. Yeah. Yeah, Governor Mifflin's known for their cradles. Here comes a shot by Huskin. And I, uh, when I was at practice the other day with Exeter, um, they were going over the cradles pretty hard, getting ready for this big match. Keep your feet in the mat here. Don't come up. Keep your feet down. Wait in. So Huskin in the single. He's trying to lift it here. Big wizard here. Got a wizard hard here. Extend that leg in the wizard. Or go forward and crawl away now. Get one hand on it. And now what we've seen in wrestling all the time is the funk position here. Let's mm -hmm. see if they roll through in this funk here. Yeah, I always, I always struggled pretty hard in the funk position. Um, it was always a tough spot for me. Now Ashley's got both hands on the ankle, which is a great thing. He's got to keep that tight. There you go. There Get the go. stalemate, stalemate call. So 13.8 seconds remaining here in the first period. So Nick, you are with um, Johnny Miller, the last 100 match winners at Exeter. Mm -hmm. Um, well, looking at the team right now, I think Kevin Oswald's going to have a chance to join you guys. I think definitely, yeah. You know, he's, he's got already, I believe, um, I think he has 14 wins already, and we haven't hit Christmas since freshman year. Yeah, that's that's big. I mean, getting those wins early on. I mean, I know um, Ashton, Michael, and, and Joey could have been on track to, to, to get their 100 wins, but, you know, COVID messed them up. Uh, injuries messed them up. But, um, you know, those are, those are all, all these uh, kids are, are very good wrestlers that, that could have been on track to get those 100 Warshaw wins. out from the bottom here to start the second. He chose down, it was his choice, and he leads it one nothing now. Now again, like you said, he's gotta find some offense here. Exactly. Huskin continues to hand check coming in, hand fight getting Great attack win. from Ashton. Counter wrestle here. So again, Huskins are really, he attacks the head well. Little ankle pick attempt there. And like you said these two are one and one right now. Is uh, that correct? Actually two and one. Ashton beat him twice last year. Okay. Uh, but t twice last year and lost to him one this year. So two and one, but yeah, it's been a year away. Nice reshot there by Huskin, reattacking. Yeah, he's got to get him flat here. Get him, get him elongated here, Ashton. Ashton's got him on a hip, which is great. Ah, let him back up. When you get that guy in his hip, you got to capitalize yeah, there. Exactly. Again, we're back to that funk type position here. Got to get his hands. Keeping this ankle here is key. Yep, got to keep that ankle tight to the body. Look for another stalemate. Get both hands on if you can. Just reach back over. Get that is your stalemate call. So we're 59 seconds in the second period. Warshall has the first points of the match with an escape. And again, we've, we have not seen a takedown yet, but a very calculated match right now by both guys. So Nick, how much was the step up from college, from high school to college? What, um, what did you think? What was the biggest change or difference? You know, I feel like my transition from high school to college wasn't, wasn't that, um, well, it wasn't that hard. Um, you know, my first tournament uh, in college, I, I lost. There we go, big takedown from Ashton. There's a takedown by Ashton, steps over it there, nice job. But uh, as I was saying, um, I lost a, a, a match early in the season uh, due to a ride point, but after that, I, I feel like there wasn't much of um, a, a huge change for me. I mean, in high school, I was really, I, I felt like I had a, a college-style practice, you know. I was always a, or a pace, really, you know. I was always um, Ashton locks up the cradle here. There we go, big cradle. Got to wow. get that knee in the side. Oh, he, That's wow. going to be six. There There's we go. The fall. This is a Another huge six points match. for the Eagles with wow. the fall. There you go. Boy, 351. Ashton Warshaw with a fall. You that know, is huge. That is Bonus enormous. Points. 
Wow, back-to-back -back falls for the Eagles in matches where I would imagine Exeter had themselves trailing by three. They're now up 12 in those two matches. That is enormous at this point as Exeter now leads 18 to 12. That, that is one of the key things Astorino is putting into the minds of these kids at practice the other day was uh, bonus points, hammering, you know, not giving up bonus points, staying off your back, or even going out there getting a pin for the, for the bonus points for the team. So this should be Ethan Syrick here against Travis Harner. And now, I don't know how much you know about Travis Harner, but, you know, always riddled with injuries, but I think he has the body yeah. and the development. He can be an outstanding wrestler. He's got a lengthy frame for his weight. He's not too heavy, continues to build the body up. But a uh, very aggressive, good athlete, uh, comes from a wrestling family. His family was huge wrestlers down in the Boyertown area. Mm -hmm. um, uncle was the head coach of the youth organization for many years. Obviously, his dad was the head coach of the youth organization here. Mm -hmm. Travis has the frame, I think, to be an outstanding wrestler. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable on him. Uh, he's, he's a little uh, after my time. I, he's a but, sophomore uh, now, so. Okay, yeah. Oh, big throw attempt. He's on his back. Nope, no two. But again, not afraid to go for something there. Potentially dangerous call here. Oh. So potentially, so Mifflin going to get injury time here on their shoulder as they're in that position. Again, Harner going hard. So, all right. Well, we're going to step away here for a break. We'll be right back. We're joined by Nick Nettleton right now, Exeter High School graduate class of 2022. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. So as we come back here at the 160-pound match, we had an injury default by Ethan Syrick. Six points for the Eagles gives him 24-12, uh, 48 seconds into that first period. As we said, you know, again, you talk about three matches that were, were kind of toss-ups. Exeter now has 18 points in those matches. Now we're at 172. Very good wrestler here for Mifflin. You remember Sam Moyer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Sam Moyer for Mifflin. Against... Uh, uh, this is Zumar Boston, uh, a sophomore for the Eagles. Not much for wrestler. Strong kid, and um, you know, extra certainly going to bump the lineup here all the way. Yeah, I remember wrestling uh, Sam Moore a lot in high school. Um, he's big on throws, but this Zumar kid, um, if he can get off his back here and, and keep uh, his pace up, I mean, he, he, he can go. Zumar had a lot of action this year in the football season. Yeah, he's about to say. Yeah. Uh, and there we go, 30 seconds in. Moyer with a takedown in the fall. And so again, that was not unexpected that they get six points at 172. So Moyer gets a 30-second fall. But again, I think Mifflin's got to be a little bit reeling here in the shock of down 24-12 uh, going into that match. Now at 189, another opportunity here. So we're gonna so Finn Strauss coming in here, bumping up to one. 
We'll see who he gets here at 189. This does not look like Brandon Jones. I could be wrong. He looks familiar. He does. I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of the name. Yeah, this is Tom Millisock here. Stringing the double. Oh. Lifts it right to the half. He's got to oh. sink it in here. Out, roll through. No points yet. There's no control yet. Millisock's just a stronger kid. Finn's a much more technical wrestler. Oh, that's There's right a takedown right for two. We might have a pin here. So again, the plan was to bump the lineup here for this reason right here, knowing, and there it is. Big, 31 big seconds pin. in here. If I'm blowing your mic out, Jerry, I'm a little excited. 31 second fall for Finn Strauss at 189. Bumped up, does the job, gets the pin. Puts Axer up 30-18 as we go to 215. And now we'll get Kevin Oswalt on the mat. Uh, so we bumped up 72 and 89. It's paid off. Let's see what happens here. And again, as we said, we needed that momentum from 89 to 215, a heavyweight going to spin the lineup around. So let's see what we get here. A lot of bonus points tonight. A lot of pins. So this should be Maddox Null against Oswald. So, Mike, this is almost like a strategic thing. That Coach it's, it's really did, like a right? chess match here, you know, and that's, you know, you, you start bumping kids up and you hope for the best because if the early bump like doesn't that. work, then the whole thing gets taken out of the line. Like so, obviously, this has worked so far for the Eagles when you think about where they're at. So, Kevin, a freshman, had a lot of wrestling experience, has wrestled a ton of off-season summer wrestling his whole life, uh, you know, nationally ranked for his age group uh, throughout the summer. Obviously, up here, pretty heavy weight class, so let's see what Kevin's able to do. But Yeah, you know. I mean, Kevin, he's tough. Uh, I'm, I was practicing with him uh, yesterday. He's got some heavy hands. I woke up, couldn't move my neck at all this morning. <laughs> it was, oh, it was rough. <laughs> So again, and Kevin is not what you think of as a young, heavy heavyweight. Yeah. He is thin and tall. He's got a lot of weight in his hips as far as strength. He's not a heavy kid as far as you think, like a kid that's not in shape. In great shape, you know, has a, exactly. again, talk about physique of, of Travis Hunter. Kevin has a very good physique, has ability to put muscle onto it and stay where he is weight class-wise and do a great job. There's those heavy hands you were talking mm -hmm. about Big right club. there. Big club in the back of the neck there of uh, Null. So, Maddox Knoll comes in seven and five. Kevin Oswald comes in 14 and four in the season. It would be Kevin's choice here in the second period. Again, back to that rush. He's got to clear that arm back out, use it. Nope, not there. Stay down, block that hip. Now again, we won't see many shots here at takedown from this point on <laughs> no. for the next two, three <laughs> weight classes. Nice little shrug there. Gets to a Russian of himself, see what he can do with it. Yep. I'd like to see him say, work back the other side right away. Yeah. Just attack to the other side. Oh, yeah. As you throw the front side, it's not there. Work back to the other side. Oh, yeah. Mis misdirection, you know, switching sides, especially in high school, is, is huge because um, a lot of dudes aren't fast enough to, to come, you know, back and forth and like that. And at these weight classes here, if you hit oh, 215. Yeah. Once you get up in those know, bigger weights, yeah, dudes, they can't move their feet fast enough. That, for that. that heel stays on the mat a lot longer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I think th this kid just has one or two moves. He's going to try and work that Russian and throw it. Kevin's got to continue to move here, create angles for himself. As he said, it's nothing, nothing to be Kevin's choice going into the second period. Oswald takes bottom to start the second. It'll be Noel's choice in the third. How important, again, as we talk about getting up here and getting a point. 
It's massive, massive. Especially with these um, these bigger weights, you know, you you uh, they're usually low, lower score matches. So an escape is is even more key in these upper weights. Oswald works to his feet. Don't get pushed out of bounds. Turn the corner, turn the corner. Uh, oh, you gotta stay in there. Yeah, you gotta fight to stay in bounds. So you gotta turn that corner and work hard. Don't let him push you out. Now, Kyle, that, that'd be a stalling, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be pretty flagrant for okay. him to call it, especially okay. in high school. You know, it's got to be uh, pretty clear that he's pushed him out. If it's a lift and he get kind of gets brought out from the lift, uh, it's very, very um, rare that a ref will call that. Get another chance to get to his feet here. Get that outside leg free. Hip in, hip in. Come up now the other way. Talk about changing directions. There it is. Wade in, wade away. There's the point. So there's the escape. There you go. Escape so Eagles. Oswald scores the first one. First points of the match, which are always huge, especially here. You think about overtime and decisions late in the match when you hit ultimate right out and stuff of that nature. Obviously, here conditioning is going to play a factor here too. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, and I, I know uh, Coach Asterino has been running them through a lot of conditioning, at, uh, like usual, at Exeter. Oh, yeah, nice job there. I like to see it a little bit, maybe six feet closer to the circle. <laughs> yeah. uh, but again, the opportunity's there. It, it, you know, the Noel, Noel comes in real hard there at the end, kind of just to, to, to challenge the push. That's where you get him off balance. His weight's all coming in. Use it to your advantage. So 40 seconds to go here in the second period. Again, there's here a strong call getting call. push out. So and, and the longer this match goes on, um, you know, the more on fire Oswald looks and the slower his opponent starts to get. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Noel has a lot of gas in the tank going through this next period. So we'll there we see go. Good slide by. Pick it, lift it, lift it, lift it. Circle. This is going to get stopped for potentially, yeah, potentially dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So again, there's a, you talk about that slide by, throwing it, going down. Just got to come back up off with it yeah. quicker. There we go again. Yeah, another slide Almost by there. there. Oswald again pushing. Now again, going to push him out again. Nine seconds to go here in the second period. It'll be Noel's choice to start the third. Okay, that'll end the period. Oswald leads 1-0, heading to the third. Noel's choice. Noel will take down, trailing 1-0. So Oswald, see if he's a rider here. Big lift here. Big lift. Oh, there's the escape. So we're tied 1-1 now. 1-1. And takedowns win matches, and that's what's going to happen here. Or possibly a stalling call. We'll see what happens. Oswald to the Russian, down to the signal, out of oh. bounds. You know, I like to see Kevin get back to the mat quickly, yeah. showing the referee, I'm ready to go. Exactly. And the next time there's a changeover and that kid's not as fast, I want you to make sure you note that, that I'm coming back to the mat. Yeah. And I it, want that stalling call. And it's key for pushing the pace, too. This kid uh, has been slowing down the whole match. I mean, pushing the pace on this kid is going to be huge. 
So minute 20 to go here in the, in the bout. On our feet tied 1-1. And we're out of bounds. So Nick, here again, now you're up by a point. You're tied here 1-1. Got to get your best shot here. Keep pushing, working for something. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, um, you got to keep pushing the pace here. Uh, this kid's been kind of slowing down. He's been given a ton of pressure. Um, that slide by is there. Now, when heavyweights get tired, they try throws that aren't there. I hope Kevin stays with what he was doing. You're saying slide by to the ankle, lift, stay with what you're good at. Don't try a throw here and get caught. Exactly, yeah. As a uh, young wrestler, you're worried about that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this, he bumped up for this match, correct? Correct. Yeah, so this seat's a little bit heavier than him. I mean, um, this, this kid gets on top of him, it's going to be tough to get out. Correct. So we're back to a restart here. 45 seconds remaining in the match. 1-1, both guys in underhook position here. Again, you want to be smart here. You don't want to force a throw that's not there. If you're going to have a throw, it's going to be a high percentage throw because you're in a 1-1 match. Yes. If not, you're back on your feet for 30 seconds. Starting to slow down here a little bit. Looks like this might go into overtime. We've got a stalemate call here. 23 seconds to go. There has been one stalling, so we'll see what happens. Watch the underhook, watch the underhook. Oh. There, there it is, let's get behind. There go, There's two, down. nice job by Oswald to take down. He now leads it 3-1, under 13 seconds. Well. Turk this leg, lift and step through for the Turk. Stay behind, hips up, don't go out front, stay behind. Just stay behind. Good finish. And again, you always talk about finish every period on top. Exactly. Big win there for the freshman, Kevin Oswald. 3-1, pushes the lead for the Eagles to 33-18 as we get to the heavyweight match. And again, this will be probably Matt List for the Eagles. And I imagine it's maybe Bierman. So this is Matt List for Exeter. And I believe this is Bierman. Matt List, is he a freshman or sophomore here? Actually? He's a freshman. freshman okay. His older brother is a, is a sophomore, yeah. Okay, okay. Good job of striking himself back. Ooh. Looking for a headlock here. Not there. Got to get that elbow down. Got that elbow stuck high. Circle back yourself out. Look where you're at. You're right at the corner, edge of the mat. Stay on the edge of the mat. Don't come in. Elbow down. That's why you got to keep your elbow down. There's throw by for two for Bierman. So again, we get to these heavyweight matches. As I said, Exeter takes the last four matches. I'll take it back. Let's see. Yeah, because we, we lost there at, at 72. So took the, the four and then the two. Huge momentum for the Eagles here as we turn this over to the bottom weights. Yeah, I mean, those those pins at, um, what was it, 45-52, uh, uh, those 60. Yeah, those are those are huge. Or, sorry, injury default at 60. Those are huge for, for the Eagles. Yeah, obviously 18 points right there. So this works to his feet and rolled back down. So Jerry, we're gonna get a chance to talk to Coach Harner. 
Yes, we are. She needs another minute or so. Okay. So maybe between the, these matches. Okay, great, great. Exciting. Uh, before the boys' match tonight, for those of you who weren't here, obviously, the girls had a match, did an outstanding job, just rolled through Mifflin. Um, so Liz in trouble now. Eight seconds, got to stay off his back here. He's in a near side cradle situation as they take it over. Back points are being called. Two seconds, one second. All right, so probably going to get two near fall here. Two near fall. So Matt List trails 4 nothing. heading to the second. It'll be Bierman's decision. Bierman takes neutral. So I see Ava has Coach Harner right now. So we'll be we're getting ready to go with that. So I think this is the girls' first first match of the season, Jerry. Is that correct? I am uncertain, Mike. Okay. I, I believe so. I think it is. They had yeah. some they had some tournaments, but no matches. Yeah, so. this is their first duel. I, I think so. So Matlis still in this match. Trails four nothing on his feet. Got to keep his elbows in. He keeps getting caught. These underhooks and his elbows high, which is what you don't want as a as a heavyweight wrestler. <laughs> you want inside. He's only looking for this. Look for the headlock again. He's got to set it up more than that. Oh yeah. Here comes the back trip. Oh, now that now is. hit it. There, there it is. is. Oh, you got to whip that hard, man. You got to commit. Takedown for Beerman here in the second. He leads six to nothing now. But you're right. He had a chance to, when when Beerman came back up. He had a chance to hit it and throw it hard. Yeah. There you go, work Here your you feet. Go. Oh, don't go escape. back down. Comes that near side cradle again. Out of bounds. So Nick, as it, as it tones down here, we want to say thank you for joining us tonight. Of course, Great thank you, chance being here. Best success the rest of your season. Thank Keep you. working hard. Let's see that number keep getting lower and lower as we get in the season here. And we wish you the best. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Of course, us. thank you. So we're finishing up here, 30 seconds remaining in the second period uh, with Matt List down 6-0. And again, it's always nice to get an extra alumni on the, on the broadcast here. Mike, that was A awesome. guy who uh, won 100 matches in his high school career and then went on to college and now is nationally ranked his sophomore year at Mount Union, uh, one of the top wrestlers in the country in Division Three. And we were at his 100. We were. We called it, absolutely. A little bit of a roll through there. So we go out of bounds, 11 seconds remaining here. Matt List trails. So are we ready to go, Dava? At, at, at the fall. Or at, at 11 seconds at the end of the period. Yes. Okay, okay. So 11 seconds. List sits out. Tries to get a little roll through here. Has the wrist. Got to work himself up to his base. Five seconds. Be nice to get a point here. And that'll end the second period. Announce it. So we're going to go to Ava. So I'm here with Exer Girls Wrestling Coach Jamie Harner. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. So you're one of the girls Exer wrestling coaches, and it's been successful for the past few years. What do you think are the most important aspects of getting girls involved in wrestling? Um, so girls have been participating in boys wrestling for a very, very long time. Um, having the girls wrestling being uh, PIAA approved, um, the more girls we can get out, uh, the better. And uh, wrestling for girls is just an amazing sport. So um, we just want to make sure that 
that girls understand that anything that the boys can do, the girls can do too. Speaking of the boys, your son Travis wrestles for Exeter. He just wrestled a little bit ago. What do you try to implement on him as an athlete in such a physically and mentally demanding sport? Um, well, I'm a wrestling mom and a girls wrestling coach. And so, you know, I, you know, talk to Travis as much as he lets me. Um, but um, what I try to tell him is, you know, he practices hard in the room, but he also has to, you know, put that effort in at home with his schoolwork, with what he's eating, his nutrition. Um, you know, there's, it's a lot, not just going to practice, but putting in all the other extra work as well. Um, so it is a physically demanding sport, but also a mentally demanding sport. Um, he knows as long as he goes out and wrestles well, we're always proud of him. Um, and he's always, you know, looking to improve. Awesome. Thank you very much. Back to you guys. Thanks, Ava. Greatly appreciate it. And again, Coach Harner, uh, as the girls coach, had a great match today here at Mifflin. Shut Mifflin out, I believe, with all falls and maybe one or two decisions. So that's always great to see. Uh, we've got blood time on the mat right here. We've got about, let's see, I want to say less than a minute to go in this match. On our um, list is still down. Trail 6-0. Blood time here for Red, Governor Mifflin. So, Jerry, as, as we heard Coach Hunter talking there, Obviously, girls have been involved in the sport for many years, but now the PIAA is taking it to the next level, making a varsity sport, recognizing that, that girls wrestling is, is going to continue to grow and it has outgrown the need to use men's or, or boys' wrestling to have their own wrestling. Yes, to have their own teams, and you're seeing more schools come on board with it. I believe Muhlenberg started their team this year. Okay, Do I'm I have that right? They started their girls' team this year. And, uh, of course, Exeter <coughs> has had their own team for, I believe it is, two years. Correct. And it was, it, it was moved up from, lack of a better term, club sport. Sure, sure. And uh, is now an official varsity sport. Yeah, so I, I know for our, our girls, we've got Coach Swartley, Coach Harner, uh, Coach Rosa. And so they're all doing a great job there. Um, you know, and, and the young girls in our community are getting the opportunity to wrestle girls, and I, I think that's a great thing. You know, at the, at the youth age, it's not such a much disparity between size and strength quickness, but when you start hitting seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, you, you find that, that it's just, an, an, it's very difficult for the strength part of it. So now, obviously recognizing that and, and wanting girls to have the opportunity to continue to wrestle, I, I think it's wonderful what we're doing in the state, PAAA recognizing wrestling for girls, and, uh, you know, I think our girls' program is in great hands and doing a really good job. So we're back here at 6-0. Matt List, the heavyweight Matt, continues to work hard. He got a stalling call against Governor Mifflin's uh, Beerman, trying to get to his feet here. Uh, 25 seconds. Nice to see him just get a point here, just for confidence moving forward. And there's the stalling call again. He will get a penalty point here. So again... So actually, now we're going to question here on call. So I believe the call was that the, the Governor Flynn wrestler was riding parallel the whole time. Do you have a good vantage point here, Mike? Yeah, you know, it's not a bad vantage point at all. Um, I, I think the sound system here is not very good with all the stuff they have here. I think the sound system is very poor. Sometimes that's the sound, man. So this works back to his feet, pull back down on the mat, and that's how the match is going to end here. It's going to be a 6-1 final. So 6-1 decision. 
gives government from 21, 33, 21, so we go to 107 pounds. At 107 pounds, I believe we're gonna see Cole Bagenstos here, but maybe not now. We'll see what happens. They, they, they wanted to bump up around. We did not see uh, Richie Orfield take the mat. So, yeah, this is Cole Bagenstos here. He should be receiving a forfeit. Yep, there's the forfeit. So he receives the forfeit, making it 39-21. And now that puts us up to 114 pounds. That'll put Cole Foresight on the mat here against Moses Miranda. Foresight, 13-3 on the season at 107. Bumps up to 114 to take on Miranda. So opportunity here to continue to, to you know, get Cole Foresight some good experience, very good young wrestler. And so let's see what happens here. He has the length for the lighter weights. He's building the body up, staying down there. He'll probably end up his career as a 121 pound wrestler or a 114. There is in the front headlock. He's gonna get two right there. Nice job by Cole Forsythe with the takedown. Look for a little near side cradle, but work right to the takedown. So now he's got a cross wrist right, trying to pull it underneath. He's gotta turk that leg if he wants to. He steps back over it. And so again, Cole Forsythe, you know, obviously in a position right now that, that he's a much, looks like a more technical wrestler than Miranda. He's got a bar here to the left hand, a wrist trap to the right, steps it across. This is exactly what Exeter's coaching staff wanted out of what he was going to get here for 7 and 14. The forfeit for back and stows for the six there. And there it is. Forsythe ends it in 53 seconds. And so again, huge, huge job by Coach Oswald and his staff to set forth what they wanted to do with this lineup as they've now just blown this wide open, 45-21. As we go to 121 pounds, we should see Cole Swartley, or we may even just forfeit this match. Let's see. So that'll put on the mat for them. Stewart. So this will be Stewart for Mifflin. And he wins by forfeit, and that'll end this match. So that'll make it 27-45. Outstanding job by the Eagles tonight. Uh, they're gonna talk a little bit about JV matches here. We're gonna step aside here, collect the stats and the, and the review here, and uh, bring you back to uh, what happened tonight as Exeter takes this one fairly simply, 45-27 here in the opener for the season. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. It's football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. 
specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. This is the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back as the Eagles take the first match of the season, 45-27 over the Mustangs at Governor Mifflin. Jerry, we talked about those close matches, those 50-50 matches. Well, tonight the Eagles came out, kicked the door in, and pinned all the way through. We talked about what would happen at 139 with Michael Borja, got a forfeit. Talked about Joey Henderson at 145. Is in a close match to the end, but we, we know Joey Henderson. We've seen him wrestle for so many years now. He just does something in the third period, becomes a different wrestler, puts it all on the line, gets the pin with 18 seconds to go, was up big at that point. Ashton Warshaw in a match, in a revenge match that he lost just the other day to um, Andrew Huskin, comes out, is up 3-0, gets the pin in 351. And then we go to 160. We talk about Travis Harner out there working hard. Had an underhook that rolled out of bounds. Unfortunately, the young man, Ethan Syrick, was injured. Had a default to match 48 seconds in. Okay, but you talk about those four matches. Forfeit to Borja, pinned by Henderson, pinned by Warshaw, injury default, win by Harner. It's, it's unfortunate that... Uh the one match had to be given up by Mifflin, but it was all, it, it worked in our favor, right? So, so the great thing I think that happened tonight, and we discussed it before, is the strategy that happened. You had a lot of apprehension coming in here in, in the in the pre-match portion of, of the broadcast. You, you were apprehensive, like uh, a couple things could go wrong type of thing. Guess what? Got a first couple out of the way steamrolled from there. You know, you talk about the strategy part of it. We lost the flip, right? which was a huge thing. I think, I imagine if you would have asked all of our coaches when that disc came up red, and they were thinking, well, red's usually visitors, but we're blue, they're maroon. Mm -hmm. Red's them. You know, how they felt it. Probably thought, ah, you know, just one thing against us coming into this without having Richie Orfield in the lineup. Mm -hmm. Well, our guys wrestled through it and did a great job. You know, hats off to those guys. And again, you know, we talk about those three guys. Borja, Henderson, Warshaw. We've watched them for four years. I called them the triplets. They've always been one after the other after the other. And again, they all did their job tonight. Senior leadership is what you saw tonight from Exeter. Those guys came out and did their job. And they did extremely well. We kind of saw them building through the night, didn't we? You know, the confidence that you get from that first win. And then there was more confidence at the second. And there's just, there's no looking back. So, again, I think that's the biggest thing. We talk about how we had to have the momentum there to push us to the top part of the lineup. But then you go up top there and you say, okay, so we bump some people around. We bump Finn Strauss from 72 to 89. We bump freshman Kevin Oswald from 89 to 215. Well, Finn Strauss goes out, 
gets the fall in 31 seconds. Job done. Kevin Oswald gives up a lot of weight from 189 to 215. Goes out there in a tough match. Keeps working to the end. Gets the late takedown. Wins the match 3-1. Job done. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, we turn the lineup over at, at 107 pounds. We get the forfeit. We bump Cole Forsythe up from 107 to 114. He goes out and gets the pin in 53 seconds. And again, match is over. Done deal. But like you said, the strategy part of it and how you line people up, who you put on the mat, what matchups you get go a long way in the sport. And I don't think people understand that about wrestling. Wrestling's not just about a bunch of guys going on the mat and rolling around. There's a lot of thought behind it. There's a lot of thought of what do I have to do just to help my team win, help myself win, and where it all falls in play. Yeah, and, you know, we saw all of that come into play tonight and handled, ma handled master masterfully by the Exeter coaching staff. And hats off to them. Because yeah. you, your apprehension early made me go, hmm. Well, coming in, I thought we were going to win this match. I, I had it 36-28. I talked to the coaches, and they said, hey, we might be down by three points. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, I, I didn't expect it. Well, we, we, we walk away and go out there and win, you know, a match by what, 18 points. Um, and again, here's the best thing about that. We put this win on the mat in, in the paper today and on, online and stuff like that. 18-point victory here. That says the rest of the county, hey, Exeter got guys throughout the lineup who can contribute and win. And even at the toughest moments, they might come through and pin you. Right. And so, you, you know, and the greatest thing was our junior high team was here to see this. Our girls team was here. Exeter Wrestling is moving in the right direction. Coach Oswald, all the way down to youth, are doing things the right way. And you saw it tonight. Nick spoke about conditioning. I think we saw superb conditioning tonight. I didn't notice anybody getting gassed. And there was one or two matches that went late. How many? That went the distance? Yeah. Uh, two matches tonight. Right, two, two, two matches. Nobody was breathing heavy. No, again, I thought we did a great job. I thought we did a great job all the way around and, and what we needed to do to be successful and win matches. And so when you see that, it, it's saying, hey, team's doing the right things in the room. They're, they're learning. You know, again, we put ourselves in good position, didn't put ourselves in, in positions that we, we couldn't get ourselves out of. And so I think that's the other part. You know, we talked about even young, our younger wrestlers like, like Kevin Oswald. Now, Kevin, Kevin's been around the room a long time, but you're in a tough match here. It's 1-1. You, you don't want to put yourself in a bad position mm -hmm. where you give up a takedown or even worse because you, you didn't think it through properly. You didn't have the right strategy going in. We didn't see that tonight. Our guys did the right things, kept themselves in good position, and wrestled very well. Yeah, and the injury forfeit, which could have been a matchmaker, was actually inconsequential when you look at this score. Absolutely. It was, it was, it was, it was part of that, that whole building part, though, when we went on that run. And again, I don't think anybody expected that run. But again, you got to go back to Ashton Warshaw and Joey Henderson pulling off the two pins there. That's mm -hmm. where the run took place. That's where it happened and, and what no one expected. I don't think anyone here expected that. Maybe Joey did, maybe Ashton did. Of but nobody else, did. nobody else expected that. And so that was great to see what our guys did, you know. And so, yeah, just a great opportunity here for us. Do you see Ava? I do not see Ava. I don't either. She's supposed to be down getting one of the coaches. I don't know where she's at. Where'd she go? I saw her down there with her phone, and then she just disappeared. Okay. Well, in that case, you know, as we, as we finish it up here from Shillington, um, take one more break. 
and see what happens. Sure. Take All a right. break, see if We're going to step go. aside, see if we get a chance to talk to you, one of the coaches here, whether it's Coach Oswald or one of the other assistant coaches. But um, we'll be back shortly, right after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. The new Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. And so we're back here to Shillington tonight. Eagles take this one 45-27. We've got Ava down on the floor with Coach Oswald. We're going to go right down to Ava right now to talk with Coach Kevin Oswald, head coach so of the I'm Exeter here Eagles. with Exeter Boys head wrestling coach Kevin Oswald. Hi, Mr. Oswald. Great. How are you? Good. So they took a win tonight from Mifflin, and some of which had to wrestle up. What goes into making those tough decisions? Well, they wrestled for the team. We talked about it all week, what we were going to do. And, you know, understanding that this is a team event, we've, we've got to wrestle for each other. And, and, and everybody came to wrestle for each other tonight. And that's, you know, that's why the score, the score shows, you know, we, we, we wrestled well as a team and for each other. For one of the teammates, Asher Marshall had a pretty tough matchup tonight. What do you see from him to be able to get a key pin like that in such a difficult duel? I believe that was a mental mental thing for him. Um, you know, we lost to him about two weeks ago in a tournament by major decision. And, uh, you know, we, we gave Ashton the opportunity to bump up, bump up for the team to 160, and he said, no, I want a piece of him. So, um it was a big mental thing for him, and you know, going forward, you know, this is only going to help his wrestling. Awesome, thank you very much. Congratulations on the win. Back to you guys. 
Thank you to Coach Oswald and to Ava. As we said, you know, just that mental matchup there, getting guys ready earlier in the week for what's going to happen today. And, and it came to fruition on the mat. So great job by the Eagles. Indeed, all around. Just a, a great victory. And now, uh, what, what kind of a break do they have? Well, next weekend they'll be at Conestoga Valley for the Conestoga, the right. Neil Turner um, Conestoga Valley Christmas Tournament, which is you know one of the top tournaments around the state. Um, and then we come back into January. We start hitting the rest of Division One matchups. Mm -hmm. We've got Wilson coming. We've got um, Reading High, and then I'm trying to think who else we have. Smithland, Reading High. Boone and those guys, the Olenberger section below us. So, again, we talked about where this puts us right now. Yep. You said where this puts us in the season. Well, th this goes a long way right now yep. to putting us in, in a position to keep rolling forward to get ourselves a chance to get in the Berks County playoffs and possibly district playoffs as well. Excellent. So, great night here for Exeter. Uh, you know, junior high went out and did a great job. Girls came out and dominated. We had a chance to talk to the girls coach. Boys come out and get to win 45-27. Had a chance to speak with Coach Oswald. Uh, so, outstanding night tonight. Um, that'll wrap it up for us here at Governor Mifflin. Again, Eagles take this one going away 45-27 in their opener for the 2023-2024 high school wrestling season. We'll be back on the air next month with high school wrestling. Uh, so I look forward to that then. I uh, don't have the date offhand, but I, I know it's probably Wednesday night at Wilson. I believe that's where we're at this year. Okay. We'll see what we can do about that one. All right. So as for us here tonight, Jerry, thank you. Great job. Ava, wonderful job as well. Uh, for myself and for all of us here at GJ Media and the Extra Sports Network. Or JG. JG. I forget how your name's spelled or how, how it goes. <laughs> you you know. weren't a spelling major. <laughs> <laughs> was not, not at all. Um, we wish all of you a happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And uh, again, Exeter takes this one 45-27. We appreciate you being here with us on the Exeter Sports Network. Take care, folks. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Eagle Wrestling. The match has been brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, the new Birdies Inn, Exeter's Spot for Entertainment, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.